Hello, and welcome to the T and Grumpets podcast, the international coming out of isolation podcast. Uh, like a beaver emerging from hibernation, I am Glenn, and with me as always is Mike. Hi. And so Mike, how have you been doing this week? Good, it's been a down week, not much has been going on, kind of got to uh, catch up on life, sit outside a lot, uh, just get my brain back in order. We're winding down the school year, and work actually seems to be winding down, which is a plus, but uh, lots of reading, lots of vegetating, and that's about it. How about you? Uh, exactly the same, actually. I've been doing lots of reading. Uh, I'm actually rereading the storyline, it sounds very really nerdy. Uh, but the death and return of Superman storyline from back in the early 90s. That's uh, cool. Yeah. That's cool. Going back just... to my original comic book love of, uh, I remember reading this when I was a kid. Nice. Yeah, I just finished up uh, J.R., uh, Jim Ross's book. Okay. Uh, Behind the Black Hat, Wrestling Announcer. I read it in like two days. It was so good. And now I ordered a book, um, and I got it, Officer Clemens from uh, Mr. Rogers. Okay. You know, yep. Yeah, the first black male to, you know, put his feet in a pool with Rogers. He just released a book, and so far it is like heart wrenching, but it's great. So I just started that. But lots of reading, buddy. So, good. <laughs> oh, cool, 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 cool. So everyone's had a pretty uh, eventful week, shall we say? Sure. So uh, let's get cracking with this podcast. Um, so Mike. We're going to do something, doing something a bit different, and it's a bit of a request, wasn't it? Yeah, uh, my friends we had. said, hey, this is all great and all, but how the heck do you know this guy from England? Like, where did you meet this bloke? And I, I go, well, it's been so long, I don't really remember. And they, they wanted to pitch Behind the Tea or Meet the Grumpet, like, which I think is a great name. So, uh, Glenn, <laughs> I think you should take it away, because I... Ten years, I don't remember what I had for breakfast, and we're talking ten years ago. How the heck did we meet? Well, weirdly, it was to do with gaming. I do remember this. And mm -hmm. uh, we started out, and it was it was just after Left 4 Dead 2 came out. I remember that. Left 4 Dead 2 was fairly new. So wow. you probably Yeah, this is, this is crazy. It was fairly new, and we started on a Twitter thread, I believe, about zombies or Left 4 Dead. I know it was around the undead. And, uh, and that released in 2009, November 17th, 2009. Yeah, crazy. Whoa. And, <laughs> and I'm sure it was complete cross-chance that we just happened to, I think, make a comment, or one of us replied to the other's comments, and we just started chatting from there. Um and that was it. And then it was, uh, it became a, oh, hey, do you, uh, do you play online? It was like, yeah. And we kind of added each other on Steam and started playing Left 4 Dead together. And all I can remember from back then is I'm sure we played Left 4 Dead solidly for probably six hours every night for about three months. <laughs> I remember that. I was living in the city. I was still in college. I was still in college. I was in an apartment, and I remember that, setting up a laptop, a gaming laptop I bought just so we could play. And my significant other was uh, on my back, no games in the house. And I'm like, yeah, okay, whatever, bye. And <clears throat> just <laughs> every night, three hours, four hours, five hours, six hours, we would just play, and I would get nagged. And I remember it, and I'd be like, this is my new best friend, leave me alone. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, it was a it was it was a good time. How is that significant other? <laughs> I I couldn't tell you. We broke up uh, shortly after that, which is for the best. <laughs> but yeah. I do remember playing games in that apartment with this guy from England, and she always go, "Oh, that's the guy from England." Yeah, yeah you're spending a lot of time with him. I like I like to kill zombies. I don't yeah. like being nagged. <laughs> yeah, that that was pretty much it. Is uh, yeah. and I, I believe around the same time as well. I'm sure you got your cat mush. Yeah, I, that, that was right during the time I was fostering all these cats. 14, to be exact. Uh, not my uh, call, but that's a good story, too. Uh, I guess we should jump into that. So we were fostering all these darn cats, which I love cats, you know, but, like, it's a lot of work. Yeah, you're waking up at 3 a.m., and, like, and these are, like, newborn kittens. So you'd have to do a lot of work, and then you'd give them up for adoption. And the, the day came where... Actually, let me backtrack a little. Every day I would come home from work. I was working in a restaurant at the time. And this little gray thing, little kitten, would follow me everywhere. I'd go to the bathroom. She'd follow me there. I, I went to another room. She was just attached. And the day came where it was time to uh, put her up for adoption. And I was going outside, and my girlfriend's father was out there. And I, I'll never forget this look. The cat looked up at me through the cage and literally said, you're a son of a bitch. <laughs> and <laughs> and the girlfriend's father said, no, no, no. Mike, this is your cat. And he bought the cat for me. Little did I know what, you know, that I'd still have her 10 years later, nine mm. years later. But I now we were inseparable, you know, and, and I knew he was right. The guy was right. I should have never, you know, I, I had to adopt that cat, and I'm so glad I did. So now, 10 years later, I'm still friends with you. I still have the cat, like... A lot has happened in those 10 years. But yeah, that's the story about Moosh and the cat. And, but that all dates back to when we first met, which is crazy. Yeah, I mean, uh, you think about in that time what we've actually seen. We've seen uh, PlayStation 4 launch. Your PlayStation 3 was in its height of its, is it a good mm. console? No one was really sure, and people still think that now. Uh, <laughs> we've actually seen Xbox go from being the dominant one to probably third place yeah <laughs> um yeah, no, we've I seen mean, the, the return of nintendo because yeah. uh I sh i'm sure it was around that time uh i i had a wii u as well and mike was like why on earth did you buy that thing <laughs> it's the only nintendo console i've gone i don't know <laughs> <laughs> i remember seeing that thing going oh that's that's interesting cool but a lot's happened for us too i mean you know uh i got two degrees i got a job uh just a lot over the course of 10 years it's a vast span of time in someone's life i think you know so and you uh you've been busy you, you've gotten jobs you've done released comic books you've worked so yeah you've been there through it all which is crazy i mean always about gaming gaming seems to have been the one thread that has kept us together through 10 years um but now it's nice that there are other things too i think as we get older um you know, it's not purely focused on games. Now we talk about books, we talk about music, so it's... Yeah, I mean, we, uh, you know, we both share quite a passion for film soundtracks, weirdly. Yeah. Film game soundtracks. Um, oh, yeah, definitely. It's... Yeah, which is bizarre because uh, you don't realise how well you know a composer until you hear something and they go... That's it. Yeah, that's James Newton Howard. And it's like, oh, yeah. it is him. 
<laughs> uh, I th- like as a musician, we are so used to that. Like, um, you, you can tell a composer within the first three measures, the uh, first one measure. You know, like Glenn, if I went ba 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 bum, who is it? Uh, Beethoven. Yeah. Okay. Good. So, like, yeah, like, there's uh, innate senses, but with video game music, it's the same as that. Like, I hear Skyrim. I need one note, Glenn. Yeah. One note to hear, and I know it. So, yeah, no, we bonded over that too. It's uh. It's it's great. Music really connects everybody. It's it's awesome. Man. Yeah, we we've had music. We've had uh, films. I think it's the one thing we do disagree on a lot. <laughs> yeah, because I don't really watch that many. But uh, it's, no, uh, and I'll, I'll give long speeches why this is a good film, and Michael just go, "No, I didn't like it." That's like mm, fair enough. <laughs> yeah, no, no, and that's why I like it because you are so knowledgeable about that stuff, and you really know the history. Like, if I asked you, tell me the history of Superman, we'd be here for f- seven hours. Like, <laughs> you you know all this stuff, and I just frankly don't care. But I find it fascinating that you have a brain that's capable of learning this mundane crap, which I think is mundane and you think is amazing. So that's just we're polar opposites in a lot of ways, but at least we have a common thread, which I think is great. Which is why this podcast seems to work. <laughs> Yeah, we're both just just massive geeks, really. I think. Yeah. <laughs> Although, uh, yeah, but I never, I never admit to it. But, uh, yeah. Oh, I, I do. I, I I tell my kids all the time. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to this convention. They're like, you're a nerd. I'm like, yeah, I'm a nerd. Yeah, I was a nerd before you were even thought about. Okay, like, yeah. So, <laughs> I wear it proud, especially now. This is like geek time. You know, hammer time? No, this mm-hmm. is geek time. We're inside, we're on our computers. This is where I get to shine. So, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's crazy when I actually think about it. It's, um, you know, the stuff we've actually seen. Like, who would have thought? I, I can vaguely remember us having a discussion about Disney acquiring um, Star Wars. Yeah, and you were having a fit. Yeah, and I was just like, what the hell? What what was going on? And it, you were just like, I don't care. I just want new Star Wars. Yeah, that was um, like what three years ago or so. Yeah, yeah so no, it was. But, I think do you know. I think it was eight years ago. No, shut up. Yeah, I'm thinking the Force Awakens right, came in 2015. When did Disney acquire Star Wars? This is thrilling, folks. Shut your face. October 30th, 2012. Hey, there we go. Wow. Okay. Wow. That's, what a, yeah, I remember those words coming out of my face like it was literally yesterday. Like I don't care, I want Star Wars. <laughs> yeah, and uh, now we've gone for a whole new trilogy. Um, uh, yeah, we went for a whole a whole new trilogy of Star Wars films, which um, yeah. I've got I've got opinions on. <laughs> yeah, and so does Boyega, but I don't know. Uh, I, can, I I speak with my friend a lot who is so knowledgeable about Star Wars, like the smartest Star Wars nerd, and like. He's, his level is way beyond me. I'm just like, I really enjoyed it. I can see where people don't. And he's like, good. I'm like, ignorance is bliss. And he's like, that's absolutely right. But he could go on and destroy me for like 20 hours on this stuff. So mm. I simply choose to to use, use watch those films as pure entertainment. I have no will to delve deep and find out that Ursula Mamlock or whoever it is, his mother was a Trigorian, whatever. I don't care. I'm here to be entertained and I'm entertained. But I can understand the people that are super into it. So, uh, like the Rebels. People love Star Wars Rebels. Glenn, have you watched Star Wars Rebels? Oh, Star Wars Rebels is amazing. Yeah, I think it's crap. Okay? I've watched three episodes and I can't. But all my friends are like... 
give it another shot. The first season is crap. I'm like, oh, okay. So, but you like Star Wars Rebels? Why is it so great, Glenn? Tell me, um, inform me. Yeah, uh, basically, you need to skip past any any animated series Star Wars does. You need to basically skip past the first season because <laughs> they they always start out as this kiddie thing, and then I think they go, oh, this is a success, and they'll let the showrunner have his way. And it's David Filoni who does all these, the guy who's now doing The Mandalorian. And he just goes dark, 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 dark after that. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, honestly, Rebels, I'd say stick with it because it does get very, 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 very classic Star Wars. Okay. All right. <clears throat> I'll give it a shot. All my friends are like, you have to watch it. So I'll give it a shot again. It's just, how many seasons are there? Like, uh, I think it's five. Yeah, no, I'm out. It's a nice thought. I don't know. There's something about watching Star Wars as a cartoon that I just can't get past. But that's me being an old grouch or, you know, a grumpet. But whatever. I will check it out. But, yeah, we've been we've seen a lot of Star Wars in the past ten years. We've seen a lot of game changing over. Do you think that gaming has changed a lot since ten years ago? What a loaded question. <laughs> um, what, overall? Or just yeah. not really? <laughs> um, really? I, I say the online elements there because there was there was one point where everyone went, oh, all we're going to make is a multiplayer game with no single player mode, and uh, th thankfully that's come away now, and they're not focusing on that anymore. Uh, but oh, certainly well, in what's the last the biggest thing, microtransactions. Oh yeah, actually saying that yeah, we have watched the rise of microtransactions, and that's not been fun. But... No. As, uh, Do you think there's uh, been more good or bad over the past 10 years in um, terms of innovation? To, to, to be honest, to be honest, I think graphically games have leapt forward tenfold in the okay. last 10 years. Uh, I think it's good and bad. It's, it's, a, it's a poison chalice, I guess. Um, okay. You know, because what we've seen in the last 10 years, we've seen sub-services coming in. We've had PlayStation Plus. You've got Xbox Live. Uh, even Nintendo's in on the act. PC, it's never really caught on. They try, they've tried it on PC, but no one ever really, really wants to pay for servers on PC. Um, so we have seen all that happen. Uh, the rise of the streaming service. Yeah, I mean, the, ru that, that. the rise of the streaming service. Yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah. How about how about you? What do you think's the, been the biggest change in gaming in the last ten years? Uh, I I really I have to say microtransactions because it's really divided games up. You know, you're not getting a full game. You're getting half a game, and then you pay more. So, over the, I think that's had to be it. Like that's the biggest thing that allowed games to go fully online and just say, well, we can make money if we make half a game and just give you multiplayer. So, it's unfortunate, you know. Um, it's really changed how gaming has gone. You used to be able to buy a full game, and now, nope. DLC, uh, everything. I think it's ruined it. But games themselves, uh, I think they've gotten better. Uh, I, I don't really know. I mean, Left 4 Dead came out in 2009, and it's still the best game ever made, in my opinion. So maybe that's when it peaked. I don't know. Or maybe I'm nuts. Yeah, but. I mean, you do get some very fantastic DLC. Um yeah, have you played The Last of Us yet, Clan? Huh? No, I've, no, not yet. It's some, it is, it is to play, but I've been, I've been doing other stuff. I, I will have it done before um, 
week after Last Nick. of Us 2. Yeah, Last Which of I Us thought two. came out yesterday and I had a heart attack. I saw it and I'm like, oh my God, it's out. Oh my God, it's out. Only to find out it comes out the 19th. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. Glenn, question. Honest question. Do I buy it digitally or do I buy it physical? Uh, physical all the way. Damn. I knew you were going to say that. Okay. Yeah. Amazon, Last of Us. Uh, yeah. Okay. I, I got a nice steelbook edition of it for like an extra pound or something. My, my, my like here's me being a baby which i'm really good at like i want to order it and i want it, but i want to play it when it comes out i don't want to be at the mercy of amazon and wait until 8 p.m at night or it not showing up mm. and i think that's a valid reason in this day and age i just want to play it the day it comes out and not wait but i will pre-order it it has to, it has to be done it does have to be done. I'm starting to think what game franchises started in the last 10 years. Ones we've oh, actually played and talked about. Um, I suppose the biggest, probably the biggest gaming release I can think of, certainly for me, in the last 10 years, that was absolutely mind-blowing, was The Witcher 3. Hmm. Yeah. Very maybe, true. Maybe Skyrim. Skyrim's probably actually, yeah, see, it's, it's a toss-up between those two. But those aren't really new, you know? Those have been around. But, like, has there been any blockbuster new franchises since then? And I'm like, I don't think so. I think there have been great games, but I don't think there's been a whole new franchise that's dominated like Halo or Call of Duty. No, I mean, you and I both got really, really hyped for Death. <laughs> Let's tell the Destiny story. Destiny, okay, no, fair enough. That, that's true, that's a new thing. Yeah. Um, the Destiny yeah. story of... Uh... That the explicit reason I got a PS4 was for Destiny to play Destiny on with Mike, and uh, it came the day got the PS4 set up. Mike had already torn through the game, but he 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 very nicely said, "I'll play through it with you again." It's like, okay, great, we'll do this. This is going to be excellent. I'm going to play a full-on gaming experience with one of my hmm. friends, and we're going to do this together. Um, yeah, two and a half hours later, <laughs> we finish it, and I'm like, okay, you like no, that's it. <laughs> And I'm like, what? And he's like, yeah, that, that's it. That's that's the game. And uh, do you remember my outrage at it? Yeah, you were upset. Uh, you were really upset. And I told you, I'm like, listen, man, it's not as great as everyone thought it would be. And, no, yeah. I I was furious with it. Absolutely furious. And then, like a like a couple of goons that we are, we get tricked again with Destiny 2. <laughs> no, no, I didn't. You said, Mike, we have to buy it. And I said, Glenn, do you remember how outraged we were with the first one? He goes, no, 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 this one will be different. Day one, I tore through that game. Again, in like, what, 12 hours. Let's it, say it was, it was very, 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 very low gameplay count. That, and the worlds were terrible. I remember me playing on a cargo ship going, Glenn, this is not fun. None of this is fun. I'm not having fun. This is like you're on a ride at, a, at an amusement park and like you're a kid and it's way too heavy duty for you. And like you just want to get off. And that was kind of the ride with Destiny 2. I'm like, I don't like any part of this. None of this is fun. I want my money back. And I turned into a Karen. I'm like, no, no, th this is not good. I can't do that. This is crap. And then you bought it and we played it. And by the end of it, we both just looked at each other like, yeah. 
should have not gotten that. <laughs> um, I'll tell you the, the one of the things. Uh, now, hold on. You made me buy it again, you son of a bitch. Yeah, I did. <laughs> I did you made actually. me buy it again. It's sitting there rotting away on my computer now. And it's like, we'll play it as cheap as 10 bucks. And I'm like, I don't want to do this. You're like, get it. We have That was a year ago. It's still sitting there. Along with Rainbow Six Siege. But anyway, yeah. We, we are masochists, folks. If you haven't figured it out yet, we love to play something and then just go, you know what? <laughs> no, sir, I didn't like it. <laughs> yeah, it's just, I, I hate this game. And <laughs> a lot yeah. of the time, we'll actually be saying it as we're playing the game. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Like uh, what we're playing now, the a way out. Like, yeah. I, I am maligning that game. Anyway, but it is enjoyable, I guess, if we, <laughs> if we can laugh about it now. <laughs> One one of the one of the best things, um, one of the one of the weirdest games we ever played was for honor, and you and I oh, were so good at that so quickly, um, like and I, I don't think we've ever had a game where we were just supreme at it that we were untouchable, absolutely yeah. untouchable. We did this solidly for a month and then we both went. I've had enough of this now, and that mm-hmm. was it. But it was a fun month. I, I enjoyed that game. It was fine. But again, like very short shelf life. Or our attention spans are that of a squirrel. And I'm leaning towards that one. Because there are still people playing the original Destiny. Like still. Yeah. So, uh, I don't know. I think uh, for me personally, oh, a shiny new thing. Let's play with it. Oh, another new shiny new thing. Like, you know, remember Maneater, which I reviewed two weeks ago? I haven't yep. played it. Like, it's just new stuff comes out every day, and I'm just, you know, have no attention span, so. But don't, don't you think that's the, um, well, everyone does it. Absolutely yeah. everyone does it. Um, I, I will buy games, like, they're going out of fashion, with yeah. the idea, and I tell myself, I'll play that again, and I'll play it, and I'll, I'll use it in game, and I'll finish it. I never do. No, of course not, which is... It's ridiculous. It's absolutely ridiculous. I mean, uh, my Steam library, I thought it was up to 800 games, which sounds about right, but I, today it says 570, so I think I sorted it differently. But anyway, if, if I retired now, I won the lottery, and, and played every game beginning to end, I'd get to, like, letter C in my backlog. So we just look like having games and playing games and also there are times we're like hey glenn install this and then we just play it and it's fun and then that's the end of it so i think that monkey mind which we all have kicks in hard <laughs> yeah um there are so many franchises i've wanted to play and get into and i just never got around to them um i'm trying to think what, what else we've actually experienced together in, in that well time. i remember and i god help me if i remember the game but I have two very fond memories of gaming. One is with another friend sniping on a hill for hours, and it was just that. That's like number one. Glenn, Glenn you're right up there. I, oh, now I know what it was. We were doing Grand Theft Auto. Okay, we were online of some sort, and <laughs> we were we were trying to escape some cops, and we hit a bridge. And our car went careening off the bridge. And we had money of some sort. I could be totally screwing this up in my mind. But then I had the money. And you were running. And we were both trying to escape. And for whatever reason, I jumped off the bridge and died. And the money went with me. And (laughs) we just both died laughing. Like, that's one of my favorite memories of just, well, didn't mean to do that. But I guess we're all screwed now. And then you just got, like, murdered by a thousand, you know. People. Yeah, do you know one of the, one of the memories I have is remember we played we played a um, Just Cause two. 
hatch. Maybe that's what it was. Uh, yeah, we both <laughs> jumped off and parachuted off a bridge. I remember yeah. that. Was it that? That sounds more right. Yes. Yeah. It, it was one of those games where we were just together being stupid and then <laughs> some catastrophic failure happened and we both just died laughing. So, But yeah, a lot of memorable games. And uh, that's what it's all about. I mean, I think. Well, still the biggest shock for me was Mike's uh, admitting, <laughs> admitting about the um, Switch being a decent console. So I'm not going to get to live that down, huh? No, no, that's that's, okay. no, that's going to be on your grave. That's fine. <laughs> that's fine. I still play it every day with the stupid Animal Crossing. I mean, like, my day is now so regimented, like, more than it's ever been in my life. It's It's absolutely ridiculous, and that's a part of it. Freaking switch, so I think that's I think that's great though that that that's actually in your in but, your day is the switch. Yeah, but I feel like it's Groundhog's Day. Like more and more, I'm losing my mind. Um, you know, I, listen, I love this. This is I lo- I'm all about quarantining. You know me, but like it's now become things are getting added on to my day, like it, 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 that become a regular part of my day. So my my day is officially over, like, I don't know, 2 o'clock, 3 o'clock, somewhere around there. But it's all filled with, like, you know, all the stuff I have to do, which is just like everyone else. But now it's mindless, you know. So mm-hmm. it's interesting. But Switch is a part of that. I have to do my Animal Crossing. All I care about is hunting for artifacts. I don't care about anything else. And I always find the same five. And uh, Mr. Whatever-his-face's owl man goes, no. I have these, and then I sell them, and then I turn off the console, and that's it. But every day, I am crossing with animals on the island of chill. So, but so that's a little brief view into our history. And um, last week, Glenn was really excited about an event. Yes, like he couldn't stop telling me, "Mike, it's going to be the best thing. I can't wait." I love that. That's how my impression of Glenn is. And, um, Glenn, we must do an episode where we trade voices. The people want it. The people want to hear me go, hello, I am Glenn. Welcome to Tea and Grumpets. Don't lie me, Governor. Yeah, there you go. And you have to do an event. Let's hear your best mic accent, Glenn. Come on. Oh, no, it's it's terrible. I tried doing it the other day. It's, uh, hey, it's me, Mike. I'm going for coffee. (laughs) (laughs) yeah i don't know if we can get through it but i think that like once we reach a milestone we should try it and just oh man that would be awesome but what was this uh, what what were you so excited for and uh what happened (laughs) (sighs) um (laughs) basically uh yeah it was the playstation reveal of ps5 and i was like this is going to be amazing. And we were were actually meant to be recording a live episode yeah. as we reacted to it and just the reveal. We'd never done it before. And I was like, yeah, it's perfect time to do it. We'll do it for this this very episode. This is what we'll do it for. And it got cancelled. Um, I'm not going to go into the reasons why it's cancelled. Uh, it's cancelled for very good reasons, to be fair. Yeah, but we'll um, do that out of our podcast yeah that, yeah we don't want that in the podcast um yeah it was cancelled which was very disappointing but very understandable as well with what's going on um but yeah i, I don't think i've been as gutted about a cancellation in quite some time if i'm honest but it's not cancelled it's just moved yeah okay it's moved yeah that, that's a fair comment actually that is a fair comment um but i understand the frustration i mean i you know and it is the right thing to do 100 percent. so but uh 
yeah, we're in a strange time, which, you know, you almost, not a lot is happening for pretty much anything. You know, everything's been put on pause, and rightfully so. So, You do almost want them to say what they were going to show off. Yeah, just, <laughs> I mean, I get it, but they want to do it right, and I respect that. But uh, I'm so excited for it, because I really hope it looks good, because Microsoft's third-party thing was off-putting, to say the least. But it'll happen, it'll happen, hopefully, relatively soon and uh what what are your expectations what are you hoping to see um i think you're probably going to see well i, I think they're, they're probably going to show you i imagine new god of war i think we may see some of that okay uh that that's kind of my hope list of i really hope they show some new god of war off um other than that i think it's going to be i don't think it's going to be anything quite like what they were showing on the unreal 5 demo yeah, what a shame. Um, and if it is, that's going to be yay, fantastic. But I, I think they're going to probably show you... I think it's going to be more of a... Here's the introduction games to the PlayStation. And they're not going to be that great, but I think they'll probably be enough to make you wow. And anything they do is probably going to be better than what the Xbox showed off. Yeah, well, yeah, I'm still waiting on their first parties too. I mean, so... Yeah, I'm just hoping to be wowed. I think the word wow needs to happen, um, just like it did with Unreal Engine. That was insane. So, all, uh, notoriously, every game's at launch of a console cycle has been meh at yeah. best. And someone on another podcast had a great, you know, uh, idea. Essentially, has there been any launch title that has been amazing? I mean, Halo Reach or the Halo series? Yes, but. Uh... It, not a standalone franchise. Uh, Breath of the Wild, that was pretty amazing. Yeah, I guess. I guess, yeah. See, I don't even think of that as a console, and which I should, but... Yeah, I guess you're right. But, yeah, but for X, we're talking Xbox and PlayStation here, so... Oh, yeah, uh, um, I couldn't tell you one thing where I've gone, do you know what? This was worth the money alone for this, because they're all, they all feel a bit like very weak introductions to a new console. Yeah. And uh, I don't know. We'll have to wait and see. Uh, upset that it's postponed, but understandable. So yeah, like I can remember um, back in the day when the PlayStation Four launched, and mm. they basically had uh, is a Call of Duty. I think it was Black Ops on there, yeah. and I was around my friends looking at it at the time, and I was like, "Are you sure this is PlayStation Four? And he's like, "Yeah." And I was like. This sucks. Yeah. <laughs> like, he's like, no, no, it looks really good. I was like, it doesn't. Not in the slightest. No. I was like, no, it doesn't at all. Um, yeah, but they, they they took it far. You know, it, it's an investment. It's always an investment, you know, and mm -hmm. you pray that they do it justice, and I think they did for the last console cycle. Could it have been better? Yeah, by a lot, especially Xbox, but um, I think it was fine. It was fine, and PC is just light years ahead of everyone else, so you can't even compare. But yeah, yeah, that's well, the that's... Thi that's the thing with PCs, though. Is um, you know, everyone's claiming, oh yeah, it's going to be better than the PC. You're never going to get it better than the PC. No, no, it, it just stop trying, and I think they have. I mean, they they know who they're up against. It's PlayStation and Xbox. That's yeah. it. That, those are the only two contenders. And uh, Nintendo is the little weird boy in the corner with the, you know, with the nose like cap on. Yeah, I like trains. That's yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah that, that's Nintendo. So, eh, we'll have to wait and see. 
We'll have to wait and see. Yes. Uh, so yeah, it's disappointing. It was um, put on the back burner, but understandable because um, yeah, there's more. There's more important things going on at the moment. Yep. Uh, but with that in mind, we are going to swiftly move on to something that has, uh, I think, it's been quite popular on the old Netflix lately. I've watched it. I believe Mike's watched some of it. I've and, watched all of it. I've uh, watched all of it. And that is Steve Carell's new show, um, Space Force. So, Whoa. Uh, what is it? It's 10 episodes. Steve Carell, uh, Lisa Kudrow, and it's got uh, John Malkovich in as well. Yeah, it does. Yeah, Uh, Uh, so what did you think of it? It was a show. (laughs) That's about all I think of it. I mean, it it was fine, I guess. I'm just happy they're talking about space, but it's... I don't know. Yeah, I watched it. I think I laughed out loud three times, which is fine, which is good, you know, but uh, is it the best thing ever? No, I mean... After episode three, I'm like, crap, I have to watch this whole thing. Like, uh, I, yeah, no, no, hands down. Like, I don't know. This is not funny to me. This is just not my style of humor. It's awkward. It's weird. It's like trying to be funny and not funny at the same time. It's like, I don't I don't care. So um, the last two episodes I enjoyed a lot, uh, specifically the last one. That's where it finally started to get interesting. But I feel like most of the things I watch... You could do episode one, chop out two through eight, mm-hmm. and do nine, ten, and you could have saved us all, you know, seven hours. So, uh, I don't know. It, w- it was what it was. It's no Tiger King, I'll tell you that. It doesn't make me think. It doesn't make me go back and go, holy moly, these guys were nuts. But it's not that type of show as well. So, anyway, no. the initial thoughts were not uh, impressed. Not not. Like, if they came out with the season two, I'd be like, oh, I have to watch this crap again. Yeah. But there were a couple shining lights in there, and we'll get to those. But what were your initial thoughts? Um, I thought it was just okay. I think my favorite episode was the uh, one with the, the chimp astronaut. With the monkey, yeah, I <laughs> yeah. know. Freaking monkey guy. Yeah, John see, Malkovich said that that's the first episode that he got the script to, and he's like, I'm in, like, immediately. So, oh, really? Yeah. I actually watched, they did a 30 minute interview afterwards with all the stars. You can find it on YouTube. And uh, yeah, it was it was very interesting. It was more interesting than the show. And uh, I'll be quite honest, I never heard of John Malkovich before this. Wow, he's got a whole film named after him. Uh, I know. I, I still, I had to Google him and I saw how much he was in. But then again, I don't watch movies. He was the best short, uh, part of the show, hands down. Like, hands down, Steve Carell was fine, whatever. Like, I like him, but Malkovich destroyed it. So anyway, initially you weren't too. You were like, eh. Yeah, I was. I was getting lots of people recommend it to me, saying this is the funniest thing ever. And I kind of watched it, and I was like, eh, it's okay. It's, it's not. It's yeah, not. I wanted to like. I wanted to laugh. I was preparing for laugh, and like it, there was a couple of laughs. It was fine. I mean, uh, Steve Carell. How do you think he did? Uh, I thought he actually played his part quite well. Yeah, um, I, I liked him. He's obviously playing an uptight military guy, and they did kind of hint that he's had some truly horrific stuff happen to him in the past. Yeah, uh, some really bad stuff. Yeah. Just a couple of bits of like when he just casually mentions about being shot down in Bosnia, and it's like, <laughs> and it's like oh god, he's got he's got this horrible tragic backstory. 
<laughs> that I don't really yeah. want to think about. Um, but yeah, I, th- I thought I thought I enjoyed him, but then he's a very he's a very likable man, anyway, isn't he, Steve Carell? Yeah, and he's really good at what he does. Like he's really good. Like the scenes when he's in the bed and he's just making all these weird noises. Like that's where he shines. Like uh, when I think of what. What was that Jim Carrey film where he's on air and getting manipulated? That was like... Oh, the Truman Show. Yeah, the Truman Show. Like, that was one of the most incredible scenes. He is so talented, but... Mm. Uh, I don't know. I feel like it was too forced for me. Like, he's just a funny, weird dude. And, like, him being, like, this pristine military guy, like, I just didn't buy it. I'm like, okay. <laughs> but Malkovich, I had to, like, see if that's the way he actually talked, and it is, like... What a weird human, but he was great. He was so good. Yeah, you got you got to love John Malkovich. I, yeah, yeah, he, he made a fan from that. But there were some other ones that I liked too. I liked uh, Jimmy Yang, the Asian dude. Yeah. Um, and on the interview, what was really funny? I mean, there's spoilers throughout this whole thing, so whatever. Hopefully, you've watched it. If not, but there's a point where this elder. Elder, I can't speak, elderly Asian man comes on and like yells at Steve Carell. And it turns out that Jimmy Yang said, hey, I'm going to go audition for Space Force. And his father being, you know, <laughs> a tough father said, yeah, well, if you can do it, so can I. So his dad went and it turns out he got the part as the old Asian dude yelling at Steve Carell. So both Jimmy <laughs> Yang and his father are in that show, which is that, really that's, cool. That's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, no, I, it was fine. It, I, you know, it could have been three hours, but uh, I don't know. Were there any other great people in it? Uh, Tawny Newsom was uh, Angela Ali. She, she was fine with her love interest with Jimmy Yang. I thought it was cool. I mean, it was just so damn awkward. The whole thing. Do you feel that way, or is it? Just yeah, me? no, no. It was. Uh, I think you're. I think you're right on that front. Is it was. Uh, it it's, it didn't know what it wanted to be. It was. I wouldn't call it a comedy. Mm. I'd say it was a like a, a, a quite a serious satire at some points. Yeah. Um, you know, there's, there's plenty of digs at uh, Trump in it. Uh, they, yeah, they're very clever. The whole thing. Yeah, they they never actually name him directly, but it's uh, yeah, just POTUS yeah. the whole time. Yeah, I mean, some of the tweets that were done were hysterical. I mean, yeah, no, it's. It's interesting. It's an interesting idea, and it definitely passed time during the quarantine. So, you know, it currently has a 40% on Rotten Tomatoes, which doesn't mean much, but the average audience is 77. So, I mean, was it offensive? Was it horrible? No. No, I, th- I thought it was quite um, quite lightweight, really. Yeah, I think that's a good word for it. Very good word for it. Yeah, like, I, It was lighthearted. It was fun. It's not meant to be taken seriously, which... Is maybe why I'm taking it too seriously, <laughs> but it, it, you know, it's just like, well, how dare you try and just poke fun and have a make a good show with not p- particularly deep meanings? And they did just that. It was fine. It was fine. Not my favorite. Um, glad I watched it, I guess. But I don't know. I don't think it, I know. There's a season two. You know, there's a season two coming. But. Oh, absolutely. Uh, if if anything, it's just for Steve Carell's name being on it. Fair enough. The guy earns it. Like the guy's awesome. I love him. He's hysterical. But it's just so sad. I'm looking at the cast lineup. Like seeing people I've seen my whole life get old. Like Fred Willard, who's now ancient, or I think he's dead. But uh, Noah Emmerich, you know, 
he he's been in literally every movie that I I saw growing up. The Truman Show, you know, Super Eight. He was in, but it's it's weird seeing all these guys now older. That means I'm getting older. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was actually you know. talking about old people. I think I stunned Mike the other day when I, I revealed I didn't know who Betty White was. <laughs> oh God, this this freaking guy. I, I don't even know how it came up, but he's like, who's Betty White? I'm like, oh, God. Everyone in America knows Betty White. She's a national freaking treasure. And I sent him a picture, and he goes, what's that? And then, yeah. friend, friend of the show, Kelly, steps right in. Well, she's one of the most famous, and she knew. So how the hell do you not know Betty White? Yeah, and then it started going on about something called the Golden Girls. Yeah. Um, and I was just like, I must have missed something in my life, because I don't recognize any of this. She's um, 98. She was born in 1922. She's been. Uh, she's had a career on TV for 80 years. Wow. It's hard to miss her. Like, well, that's uh, that's bad on my part, I guess. It's so. Listen, it's it's okay. She's an American sweetheart. We all love her, and but it, it's freaking Betty White. She she's gonna outlast us all. <laughs> yeah. She is the uh, she is the Phantom Menace, as they say. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But no, Space Force was cool. Uh, fine. Um, I'm trying to find... I've, I've hit that plateau again, Glenn. I'm trying to find the next thing I'm going to watch and commit myself to besides a mental hospital and uh, struggling. So is there anything good I should watch? Anything you're, you're, you're well, watching? Uh, I'll tell you what, I did try it the other day, even though I am in uh, the UK and not technically meant to be able to do this. I tried at HBO Max. Ah, okay. Yeah, uh, I was impressed, actually. Do you know what? I was, it's just to the point of, I was like, if this was over here, I'd so cancel my subscription to Disney Plus and get this. Um, wow. Because they had so much quality stuff on there. Really? They, they, yeah, they really did. Um, and I was like, ah, that's, that's kind of worth the price for what this kind of stuff they're giving. Okay. Um, yeah, I'd, I'd definitely say give HBO Max a crack. You get a free seven-day trial anyway, but they, they've got a lot of lot of content on there. Well, it's time for the grumpet to be a grumpet. I don't like HBO. I, yep. I don't like a single damn thing they've ever produced. Entourage, hated it. Sopranos, eh. I watched it, but eh for the ending. Like, I don't care for HBO. Game of Thrones? Sucked. You know, you, you know me in Game of Thrones. Don't get me started, okay? What's you wrong? know how much I love things. What's wrong with Game of Thrones, Mike? <laughs> I'm going to murder you. <laughs> Uh, I don't. It's too convoluted. I don't care. Guess what? Spoiler: Everybody dies. How am I supposed to care about anyone if everybody dies? It sucked. In season eight, like, d just talk to people. I, I, I'm a reverse hipster. I hated Game of Thrones before Game of Thrones hit TV. Like, <laughs> no, man. I'm sorry. Yeah, it's, it's, Mike. Mike no. hated Game of Thrones before everyone else did with that ending. Yeah, like, you knew me. Like, I watched Game of Thrones the first season for three summers, trying to give it a damn chance, and every time I went, nope, sucks. Then I sat one summer, I watched all of it, and I said, guess what? Still sucks. So, there's two good episodes. But then you're, then you're invested, aren't you? That's the problem. Well, yeah, I, I did it as a conscious thing to say, okay, everyone seems to like this. Let me try and find something that people like, and, like, I can understand... That two episodes out of eight seasons were good, but real, I just don't care about any of these characters. They're all going to die. Like, don't care. So, yeah, no, I'm not a fan. Uh, I appreciate it. I think it's... People that enjoy it, good for you, but I'd rather die than watch it ever again. So, 
That is fair comment. That is fair comment. Talking of uh, pointless things that don't really need to happen, but they do anyway. Um, Got to go on to the Mafia Trilogy remastering. What a damn segue, Glenn. You're a master. Yeah, wow. thanks. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so I don't know if you're aware that they're remastering the entire Mafia Trilogy. Um, this confused me when they announced this because I didn't realise these games were as popular as they're claiming they are. Um, Have you ever played them? Yeah, I've played two and three. I've played all of them. Do you like them? Hmm. My memory doesn't date back very well, but yes, I think one was incredible. One was like one of the best games, and then I forget if it was two or three, they started to deviate and make it more like... uh, what the heck is that game? Saints Row, where you had yep. to do all these things. I didn't like that, but they were very good games. Uh, overall, I loved it. You're in the freaking mafia. Like, you live out your fantasy as a mafia boss. I thought they were great. Do so, they need to the remaster? No. Yeah, see, this... I mean, yeah, sure, yeah, I'm happy about it, but some of them are not remasters some of them are what's the other reword that i can't remember but they're just putting it out again for current consoles like they're not doing anything to it yeah so... that's funny it's strange that every the, the big thing in gaming at the moment is um they're doing these remasters of old games and yeah. i am just like why why are you doing this um and it, it's it's a bizarre thing to be doing because I don't see people crying out for these, but they seem to have got it in their head now that if we just do this, we can just make extra money from literally remaking a game. And not even remaking it, there's reauthoring it with higher texture rates. Yeah, I, I agree. Like, do it with games people cared about. Yeah. You know, like, like I listen, I love the Mafia trilogy. I thought it was fine. I, I'll definitely pick it up because I enjoyed them. Do it with Left 4 Dead. Do it with Skyrim. Do it for the games that are selling billions of dollars. Or, like... You know, if they said, all right, remastered Skyrim tomorrow, which they did already. I bought mm-hmm. that day one. You know, remastered Left 4 Dead. Remastered, uh, remastered Portal. Like, games that have a cult following. I mean, I guess this one did, but I'm going to buy it. <laughs> Don't get me wrong, and it's coming out um, soon. So I will definitely pick it up. But what, what, do you think, what do you think your most wanted remaster is? Left 4 Dead. Like, I don't even have to think. Wow. Yeah, Interesting. instantly. You know this. Yeah, I do you know, know this. this. How about you? <laughs> um, I probably have to say Leopard Dead as well. Yeah, so it's, it's we're biased, but at least we know. So, yeah, yeah. without cool. a doubt. Good for them. Without a doubt, Left 4 Dead. Uh, it, yeah. it has to be Left 4 Dead. Yeah. All right, and uh, what's going on with uh, people giving away games? What is this? Yeah, th- this is absolutely crazy. Um Epic Games, they've, they've kind of been hitting the home runs at the moment. Would you say they've been doing that with their giveaways? Uh, yeah, I had to look at all my launchers because I have 57 of them. And if yeah. that's the one that gives away games, then yes. Yeah, they, they you know, they recently they've given away GTA V. They've given away Civilization VI. They've given away uh, the Borderlands trilogy. Uh, the, yeah. the, the handsome collection. Um, and now they've just announced that they have a uh, new Total War game coming out. Yay. Um, and it's coming out in August. And they've signed an exclusive distribution deal with Epic Games. So that's that's not that unusual for anyone who follows gaming news. 
uh, Epic Games seems to have been getting all the distributions for uh, classics and yep. basically new releases coming out. So anything that's being ported over to PC, such as Death Stranding, that's got a exclusive Epic game. But I'm rambling anyway. Um, yes. So what they what they announced was <laughs> is that this this new game, which is uh, Troy, a Total War game, um, they have said for 24 hours when they release this this is troy a total war saga this game will be free and then it goes up then the price gets added on free to anyone who signs up um now i expect hundreds probably thousands of people will take them up on this straight away instantly because it's a triple a strategy game and they're giving it away for free now my question is mike how the hell are they doing this Easy answer. DLC. You think? Yeah, do, you, do you think? Take a look at these past games. Yes, DLC. I think it's an amazing thing, but I know that this isn't just a goodwill thing. It, it, this is, okay, now you have the game. Now we are going to introduce Hades, the Underworld, for $29.99 as oh. an add-on. Like, Are they doing that? I want to play that. <laughs> you know, so do I. I mean, but, yeah, no, it, it, it's... I'm not going to question it. I'm going to get it. I'm going to enjoy it. But I, I don't think it's that easy. I mean, but they've been doing it. So maybe it is. We'll have to wait and see. I don't know. Why? Do, do, no. Do you think there's something behind uh, uh, it? Or? No, I think, I think they just want the people to literally like their games platform and maybe think of them when they're buying their games. There's a great thing. Like, I love Epic Games because they give away free games, but I'm never going to buy anything from them. I mean, that, even though I do, but that seems to be the online thing, you know? People are just like, ah, it's a great, great launcher if you want free games, sure. So that's why I, I use that instead of your Game Pass, which is trash, but... <laughs> <laughs> I, ha I have a Game Pass. It's called the Epic Games Store. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. But it's like... Oh, my God. Phil Spencer just sat up and took notice. He's like, what did that kid say? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Hey, whatever. If I can get World War Z a Game of the Year edition, then maybe they'll listen to me. <laughs> yeah, that's it. That, yeah, that's true. That is true. <laughs> now, we got two, two things left, and it, this isn't on our line, but we have to talk about this, because I hyped this up, and God, am I upset. Minecraft cool. Dungeons. Ah, yes. Tell, tell us why you hate this game. <laughs> Well, I feel like I went over it, but I'll, I'll quickly recap. So Minecraft Dungeons is a little dungeon crawler with the Minecraft people. Great. Yeah. Wonderful. They said, oh, this is for everyone. This is for children, and it goes so deep that adults can enjoy it too. Humbug. No, wasn't. I downloaded it the day of. There's like 10 maps. It was fine. And it's literally hitting one button and, and killing something. That's it. There's, there's nothing fancy about this. Uh, I am so disappointed in this pile of trash that I paid however much it was, $30, $40. And it's great if, you, if you're a kid. It's great if you're a kid. It's not great if you're an adult, okay? First off, it's not cr cross-platform. So Glenn will get to his saga of it. But I bought this assuming I could play with my friends. Nope, you can't do that. Okay, fine. I'll go play by myself like I usually do. And it was horrendous. It is not fun. It is the same thing over and over again. It is the equivalent of watching paint dry. 
Glenn, am I wrong? No, am I, just uh, no I mean, no, you're fine. I played it with my 10-year-old, you know, the target audience, and he, he wasn't a fan either. And he loves Minecraft. Oh, wow. Um, oh, wow. But, yeah, to the point of he's 20 minutes on it, he went, can we just go back to playing Sea of Thieves? Um, wow. And it's like, yeah, I, I guess so. Uh, I wanted to try something new with you, but you're clearly not that into it. Um, yeah, it's just not good. The, the soundtrack's cool, but... Why can't I play with you, Glenn? What's going on? Yeah, that's, that's the other thing is um, for some, I couldn't even work out why they did this, but it's just, uh, yeah, we they, they let me see Mike was online. I could invite him and then it said, nope, can't create the game. It's like, why are you letting me see him if I can't actually do it? Um, it it's it was like all a bit quarantining within quarantine. Yeah, it was all a bit. It's like, where, it's like there's a glass door, and I can see you, Glenn, and I'm touching the glass door. But they're like, no, you cannot do this. Like, yeah, oh. that that felt like a misstep in the fact that they did actually, you know, they they put it there and said, oh yeah, here's the game. Um, but you know, if you want to play with your friends, you can see them, but you can't play with them. It just felt a bit pointless. Yeah, so that was frustrating as all heck. So now I have it on one system. Glenn has it for free on another system. Doesn't matter because he got it for free, but I'm kind of hoping that they'll introduce cross, whatever it's called, uh, so we can play. Because you know what? I just want to see how it goes with two people. Or if I'm just having a fit in the corner by myself going, this is horrendous. So, But yeah, disappointment, beyond belief. The internet agrees. Everyone I talk to says this should. this is not worth the money so uh to anyone that's thinking about it i would say wait until it goes on sale for a dollar and even at that yeah this should be an epic giveaway game <laughs> yeah uh <laughs> it, it's a grump it unfortunately yeah it's a grump it and a half man Ugh. but yeah so uh i came across something today that uh, a new game that's out that i actually liked and not for the fact that the game is an actual game it's something far more interesting, at least to me, because I'm a freaking nerd. So the game is called Plane, P-L-A-Y-N-E. Okay, and it's on Steam. You can get it. And it is a game about meditation. Okay, tell me yeah. more. So it's basically there it's a beautiful game you're, you're talking to a fox okay and your world has been destroyed uh because people were so mindless right and it's your job to be mindful and create this world again so i did one of the meditations right off the bat i and uh it took 10 minutes and what i really liked about it was anytime you had a thought going through your mind you just hit a button you just like smash your keyboard and just like okay back to the breath Back to the breath. Okay. And at the end of it, it gave you like a tally. And at the end of it, a flower rose up. And then a tree rose up. So you are slowly rebuilding this, this decimated world through practicing mindfulness outside in the real world. Now, brief history. Within the past year, I've gotten really into this crap. All my friends know it because I don't shut up about it. This Friday, <laughs> I'm, I'm going on a three-day meditation retreat online I'm turning off my phone and cutting myself off from humanity even more than I usually do. I'm really excited for it. So when I saw this, I went, well, what the heck? I have a hundred meditation apps and they're all the same. I mean, really, what is meditation? Shut your face, focus on your breath, and that's it. Yeah. Some guy made this into a game. Um, and it's good. 
Like, it's really good. It gives you the history, the science, everything behind it. And I know this is probably, like, boring as all hell to 99% of people. But I have a friend on here who I would have never thought was would be into this. He has six hours logged as of today. And it came out yesterday. Wow. So just pitching it out there, if you're interested or you have ever been interested in, like, meditation, this is a really easy, fun, beautiful way. And it's on sale because Steam has a sale for 10 bucks, 11 bucks. I figured, well, I got nothing to lose. So... A beautiful game, great intention, um, but is it an actual game, Glenn? I'm going to pitch that to you. Uh, I think anything that uh, you do for enjoyment is a game, personally. I've never had a game make me do something outside the game, though. I think that's a really cool idea. Like, I don't know how I feel about this whole thing. I, I literally done what meditation. I'll get back to you guys next week. But interesting. Imagine there was a game where it's just like, okay... Your game will get better if you go out and plant a tree. Your, your game, your game will progress if you go and be nice to people. Like, I don't. It's obviously all based on the honor system, but like, that's something I can get behind. Mm -hmm. um, as I grow old and try and be less grumpy. But and that's the anyway. whole point of this podcast: is to make Mike less grumpy. Mm. <laughs> well, we're failing miserably, but, uh, you know, uh, I'm working on it outside. So anyway, I thought I'd just bring that to attention. Really cool idea. It's obviously in early development, but damn, for 10 bucks, if you, and, it, and it has a good system. It's like, hey, follow us on Discord, follow us on Steam. We'll send you a daily reminder. Hey, go sit and play this game for 10 minutes. And you're not really playing, but you get to see the rewards of what you do internally, externally. So I thought it was just cool. Uh, last minute idea, so brought it up but very cool it does. yeah no i like it i like it a lot um yeah no that's uh it's nice to see that they're actually trying so many different ideas with games because you and i both suffer from i think we, we like the idea of people experimenting with different game styles but the problem is you get mm -hmm. burnt so badly if it's terrible yeah yeah and this had completely positive responses so I felt 10 bucks, how bad can it be? But yeah, there's a lot of crap ideas out there. Um, but there's also every now and then a diamond in the rough. And I think that this is what, this is one that will turn into that. So I figure like while the world is literally falling apart around us, like I should do my part that when it's time to come out of here, I'm a slightly better person. Maybe, probably not. I mean, I'm always a terrible person, but, but possibly have a little bit more mindfulness and appreciation for the human race which i know i already do just turning on the tv but yeah yeah so um yeah i think my my goal is i'm going to try and come out of this a worse person well that's for sure i mean <laughs> i don't know how you, you're going to do it i really don't know how you're going yeah to do it. I, I i yeah it's a, it's a it's a high bar to fill isn't it high bar to hear yeah yeah i mean with that, with that accent, I don't know how much worse you can get, you evil villain. <laughs> yeah, that's it. It's just, uh, yeah, after I get a lot of comments about my laugh, actually. It's, uh, yeah, for like your sinister mastermind laugh. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's all true. It's all true. Um, but yeah, uh, that's the thing is, you know, if anything, maybe, maybe lockdown has been the ultimate game. <laughs> Yeah, I I don't know about all those, you know, thousands of millions of people that have uh, died, but yeah, like mentally it's been a game for me mm. for sure. And I know some of my friends I speak to, it's like, it's been a lot, you know, just trying to stay sane on a daily basis uh, yep. for me for sure. That's uh, why I meditate, <laughs> so I don't lash out at my cat 
or <laughs> you know anyone it's just it, trying to get through this as sanely as possible so thank god there are games to help you with that and people and friends and you know so uh i think we're doing a decent job but i am gonna admit i, I think i'm reaching the end of my rope like I, i'm ready for a real break and that's coming in a couple of days so uh i'm going to try and survive this last week of work and then summer and i'm gonna just sit outside for two months so. i think that sounds that sounds good uh i'm hoping over the summer um mike will give me some of his famed barbecue tips and um yeah, man get into some barbecuing sounds good I'd, uh, I'd love to do it i mean i'm always around for barbecue tips i love barbecuing i love eating barbecue i love being fat you know it, it i got pissed glenn you know i worked out every freaking day but who would have thought if you don't change your diet and you still work out every day guess what you're still fat <laughs> yeah I, I put on like seven pounds and i'm killing myself daily so i think after this grocery store run i have to start eating healthy which makes me really sad because i love food so much but oh oh first world problems whatever damn right so <laughs> barbecue away be fat enjoy your quarantine and thank you for listening and if you want to reach out to us, you can reach us on at T Grumpets Pod on Twitter. And you can also reach us via email, uh, T Grumpets Pod at gmail.com. Uh, please feel free to engage. Uh, just a, a brief announcement as well as we will actually be uploading our back catalogue in the coming weeks. Um, so we've got a nice new hosting provider. Uh, and we're going to be putting our new catalogue, our old catalogue, back on there. So you can listen to Tea and Grumpets Classic. Um, I can't wait. Me either. I cannot wait. But for this week, I have been Glenn. And I have been Mike. And take care, everyone. And goodbye.